welcome to Witchy Woman Podcast. I'm your host, Danae Sweet, and this is episode 120. So today we are going to talk to Maddie, my daughter, about being a new witch, having a spiritual awakening, and anything else she wants to talk about today. So I hope you guys enjoy. I want to say thank you so much to the new members in the WW Coven. We had a surge of new members, and I want to say thank you so much for joining. I hope you enjoy all the content and the fun stuff that we have going on in the coven. And if you would like to join the coven, go to witchywomanpodcast.com and click on join the coven. Okay, so let's get to it. I am going to let Maddie just introduce herself. Hi, my name is Madison. I feel like you guys all know that. Um, Danae's daughter. It feels weird to call you Danae. I'm never going to do that again. Um, I'm a new witch, so this has been a lot to take in recently. Um, I'm definitely going through a spiritual enlightenment, so that is a roller coaster itself. So we get to talk about that. <laughs> so I want to ask her a couple questions um, to start off. So I want to ask her what inspired you or what got you kind of going down the witchcraft path? It was definitely um, a rude awakening. Um, it wasn't pleasant at first. It was triggered by a very large incident in my life that happened. Um, it was kind of a, it was a rude awakening. It was, um, you made me lose my train of thought. Sorry! (laughs) Go ahead! (laughs) Um, it definitely was a rude awakening. Um, a lot of trauma happened. A lot of questioning who I was, feeling alone, not belonging anywhere, um, and that sparked me to further investigate who I was as a person. Um, and of course, being raised around you, you are (laughs) a witch. (laughs) Um, and the more I learned about it, the more I watched you do things, the more I was researching on my own, um, I just, it all made sense. It all started to slowly feel like I was on the right path. Um, I actually had a, a couple times where I thought, no, no, I didn't. I was thinking. <laughs> okay, continue. 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 Um, yeah, that's about it. I'm rambling. That's it? Okay. I'm rambling. I got distracted. There's two blue jays in the tree. They're so <laughs> pretty. They're very cute. So I want you to share, because we share here, um, okay. because a lot of witches, a lot of pagans come from a Christian background uh-huh. or have dabbled in Christianity. That's what I was about to say. Yes, and I want, I want to talk about that because I feel like Um, There shouldn't be any shame in changing spiritual beliefs. Either way, like, I want to be upfront. If you were a pagan and you go back to Christianity, that's fine. That's valid. Um, So I want to talk about it. So let's talk about kind of your journey through spiritual beliefs. Oh, goodness. Okay. So I was heavily influenced. So I um, I was a dumb teenager, you know, like... I was heavily influenced by my friends and my boy toys that I had at the time. 
I don't call them boyfriends because they're not worthy of that. Exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah, fuck the patriarchy. Anyways, um, I was influenced by what they wanted me to be. Being raised around a small town in Nebraska, it sucks. Um, everyone's very close-minded. And if you're not a Christian... Um, if you're not a straight white Christian, they will look down on you. Um, not everyone. Um, there's a handful of, handful of people that are very nice, but a majority of the crowd um, wants you to be like them. So I grew up as a Christian. Uh, my mom did not raise me as, you know, a Christian. Of course she didn't. She raised me as someone, just be who you want to be. Whoever that is and who, whatever you want to do, do that. Um, so I, I definitely was a Christian. Um, it was a hard task trying to convince myself to believe in what Christians believe in. Um, the One of the first things that I had a problem with was apparently I was made from a man's rib. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no, I wasn't. That was the one thing that I could not get over. Don't tell me that I'm made from a man. Just don't tell me that. Exactly. <laughs> Um, it was very hard to believe all of the stories and all of the Bible, what it said, how it was not even wrote, written by uh, God, I guess, or Jesus, you know, and it was just really hard for me to believe all of that. It's not what my heart wanted. It's not my body was telling me, this is not your path. (laughs) This is not meant (laughs) for you. Stop trying to convince yourself that you believe in this. (laughs) And I finally started to get back into being natural and I say natural with parenthesis quotation marks around them you know like I started to use more essential oils get into (laughs) plants um I remember the first thing that happened oh wait there's a blue jay there's a blue jay there's a blue jay oh my god he's so pretty he's so big look at him oh okay 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 all right. Oh, look at his tail. Oh, okay, bye. Okay, he flew away. Okay. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. Um, One of the first things that made me go away from Christianity was, I said that weird, Christianity. Right. Um, The fact that they are not open with the LGBTQ plus community. Yeah. I hated that. I, I came out as bisexual... I don't even know how long ago that was. I think it was at the beginning of the year. Yep, it was the so. whole new year, new me thing. I yeah. finally decided to let people know that I am bisexual. Um, so that definitely just deterred me away from Christianity as a whole. Yeah. I didn't like how close-minded they were um, with a lot of the people around here. So yeah, I just decided that wasn't my path. I listened to my intuition. <laughs> wow. <Yay! laughs> so... I just want to jump in really quick because I know we have Christian witches out there and I know that it's possible to be a Christian witch and we're not invalidating your experience at all. Mm -hmm. I want to like say that, say that and Maddie's shaking her head. Absolutely. um, If you can make it work, then that's awesome. And I think that is a beautiful practice. It's just that witchcraft is very, uh, what do I want to say? Individual. Yeah, based. I think everybody practices their flavor of it based on what feels right to them. Mm -hmm. And I do want to ask her another question. So, 
as you're going through the the Christian stuff, I want to talk about my reaction to it. Because I know what my reaction was, and I tried to be tolerant. The only thing I wasn't tolerant about is, and everybody that's listened to the podcast knows about last May. Let's just say mm-hmm. last May when um, she got sucked into a literal a cult. cult. A cult. A Christian cult. I wasn't a cult. I know. Um, so at that point, I was very upset at the whole thing, and I probably wasn't as tolerant. But like growing up, you have dabbled in in Christianity quite a bit. So I want your react. Like, what was it like living with a mom that was pagan and a pagan witch and you wanting, at the time, to explore Christianity? Um. <clears throat> so before I get onto that subject, I just wanted to add about not bashing other people um, that do, do choose to practice Christianity. Everyone has their own path. Whatever path that you feel like you need to go on, that is completely up to you. Do not let anyone crush your bubble. I completely respect that. Anyways, um, on to answering the question. <laughs> so, it was definitely... Uh, how do I put this? It was frustrating. That's mm-hmm. how it was. It was frustrating. <laughs> because I, deep down in my heart, I knew I did not want to... I did not want to go into Christianity, but I did because I was easily influenced. So trying that out definitely was frustrating because I would be talking about my beliefs or my, you know, my beliefs at the time. And mom would, you know, impose a a pretty good question. You know, she'd be like, she'd just say something, you know, like, oh, so she'd ask me something that's just not even that big of a question you know like ask me something about christianity and i didn't know a lot about it and i didn't know the facts or how to prove you know so i would be frustrated because i can't answer that question um a lot of the times she would pose a valid point like well the bible says not to um let's see here what's a good example i brought up lgbtq stuff quite a bit yeah (laughs) yeah you brought up that stuff quite a bit and it was very frustrating not being able to back my beliefs and i couldn't back my beliefs because i didn't believe it you know it's my body telling me you know that i just that wasn't my path growing up trying to be christian was just too much of a hassle it was i wish looking back i could have gone back and not decided to choose christianity um, but everything happens for a reason. So yes. I went down that path for a reason. I learned some valuable things in order to be on the path that I am now. So that was definitely a crucial moment. But growing up like that, it, the one word that just comes to my mind is frustrating. <laughs> just frustrating. And it was, I want to say it was very frustrating for me too, because you, I could see because I know you and you're, you're of my flesh, uh-huh. but you know, I know I knew that you were just doing, going down that path because you felt like you should. Basically, it was like peer 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 pressure pressure, to fit in so that you didn't have to be the weird one. And I totally get that. And I remember thinking, like, I wish it was easier to be weird here. Um, And I totally got why you wanted to to go down that and to fit in. You just wanted to fit in. And you were, you know, it's hard to fit in here. Imagine you have a class of 10 people. 
10 people, your class, that's it. It's a very small group. And if you don't fit into those 10 people in your class. It was actually eight. Yeah, it's actually eight, but it's a super lonely um, existence if you don't have any friends. So I totally, for me, it was also frustrating because I saw your side of it and trying to fit in, but I also could see how much it was causing you discourse in within yourself, like because you weren't being true to yourself, and and I could see how that was damaging. So as a mom, I'm like, God, I wish there was an easy answer for it, but in the end, I knew you just had to go through what you needed to go through. Like, I did the same thing. Um, I had to go through being in a Christian household and and growing up that way. And then having to shed that was kind of shitty. Um, But I do remember you as a little, like, before you got into, like, grade school, your favorite thing was Greek Greek mythology. Oh, yes. You had me, there was all these um, kids' books about Greek mythology, Mm -hmm. and she had all of them. She wanted to know about the Romans as well. It was Mm -hmm. crazy. Like, this is all under seven years old that she was asking about this stuff. Um, And I would get it to her, give her the book. And if she wanted to learn about Buddhism, we'd get a book and learn about that. So I... I tried to, and I probably overcompensated because I was not Christian. I wanted to, like, give you all of the experiences that you could so you could make your own decision. And then you made the decision for Christianity. And I was like, okay. Because I, and especially at that time, I had a lot of, I don't know, ill will towards Christianity. And since then, I've worked through most of of that baggage. But at that time... I blamed Christianity for a lot of things that happened in my life, and it probably leaked into how I reacted to your choices. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, we're going to stop talking about that stuff because it's, you know, we're beating a dead horse at this point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I do want to talk about what it was like because she has dabbled in witchcraft kind of off and on as well. So as much as she's dabbled in Christianity, it's probably been about equal with spirituality and other things. Um, so I want to ask her what it was like this year. First getting into witchcraft and like diving into it and doing spells. Like what was that like? So my first spell that I did was in my new home. Um, it was for attracting money because, you know, your girl is broke. (laughs) I am broke. (laughs) So I wanted to do a spell to attract, um, it was not only to attract money, but to attract wealth. And what was the other thing that I was attracting? Um, shoot, I can't think of it right now. I cannot think of it. Joy. No. Love. No. Protection. No. <laughs> no. Okay. So, there was something else because okay. I had two sigils that I drew in the candle. Okay. Um, but anyway, yeah. so how did it feel? Like, Abundance. Abundance. Okay. <laughs> That's what it is. I did fun for a wealth and abundance. Okay. Um, so I felt, I did research before. I have a book that I read. Oh, what is it? Oh, it's the book you gave me. The yes. How to Ride a Broomstick. Everybody that is my age has probably familiar with her 
Yeah, I don't yeah. know, but I like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, a good place to start. I, I yes. really like it, and I know the author gets a lot of shit mm-hmm. um, for being basic, but I think she really does a good job. But she went through the basics and yeah. was explaining everything for me, which made it so much easier to do what I am doing. <laughs> yes. Um, doing my first spell, uh, it was definitely... It was an experience. Um, I sat down, and I have my process of how I do things. So I grounded myself first off, and that felt, in my new home, embracing who I actually am, it just felt like electricity. My body was buzzing like a current. It was going through me. Um, And I did my spell, you know, did my little chant, lit my candles, you you know, the deal. Um, and afterwards, I just felt, in a sense, I felt free. I was able to practice what I believe in and have this intention set for my future. And it felt good. It felt good to do something about my life. And sometimes you think that you can't control certain aspects of those things like money. Like sometimes you feel like you can't control the amount of money, you know. There are just certain things. But it felt good to actually do something about it, to put intention into my life and take control, like take the bull by the horns, you know, like (laughs) all the steer, take the steer by the horns, technically. But you know, you know what I mean? You know, like it felt good. It felt like electricity just moving through me, like buzzing. And after I had like hours of energy in me (laughs) like i went on a cleaning rampage after that it was it was nice i want to talk about doing the mundane things with the magical magical things so you did your spell Mm -hmm. and what did you do in your mundane life the actual stuff you needed to do to bring in abundance you went and applied for a job a job right and let's see like tell us how that went Okay, so I I applied for a job, um, and before before I went in for my interview, I did this spell. So I applied, I went in, I got the application, um, and then I went back to my house, filled it out, whatever. I did this spell, right? And I had the full int- so I read that book that I was talking about, <laughs> um, and it had a whole thing about setting intentions um, and manifesting. And that's essentially what I did, was manifested with a spell. Yes. Um, And I was fully aware that I needed to do the spell and then do the things to assure myself that I'm making this, I'm I'm having physical goals for myself. So I did the spell before I went in for my interview. So I did the spell, felt super amazing. I know that's not the correct grammar, but I felt super amazing. (laughs) Um, I went in for the interview. I was prepared. I said everything I needed to say and pressed the hell out of them. Um, And then I went around and I was texting so they said that I would they would let me know um so I texted her just to make sure like the person I was interviewed with um I texted her just to check up on how things were going um I made it sure I made it very aware to them that I was available for any shifts they needed I was just you know I was there I was making myself known um what else did I do 
you the end result oh yeah so the end result I did all of the things for myself that I felt like I needed to do so I kept up on my housework I studied a lot um, just to make sure that the universe knew I was appreciative you know like yeah. I am I'm learning more I'm doing the things um, so then as I'm done manifesting I'm going through the days just manifesting this job happening um, and then I get I get I check my voicemail because I have no service where I live I just have Wi-Fi so I check my voicemail and I get a voicemail of another thing that happened that I was manifesting that... Yeah, and we will talk about that in we'll, a little bit. We will talk about that in <laughs> a little bit. That I got a message about that. And then I got the message that I got the job and they would like to offer me a job. So um, that was amazing. I could have just called them and talked to them and stuff. But instead, I took the initiative and I went into the place that I was hired. I talked to my manager you know, bullshitted with her a little bit, just talked and made sure that they knew that I was very serious about this job. So I did all of the things and I got the job. See? So that was your first real spell and it fucking worked. <laughs> yeah, it did. <laughs> I was very surprised, but pleasantly surprised. Yes. And that's a perfect example of doing the things we need to do in our mundane life and supporting that with spell work. And I think that's freaking awesome i love that your first spell was something like that and you got such an immediate result <laughs> so the next thing i want you to talk about and share if you're okay with it is because i think this kind of <clears throat> stuff is important for new witches and witches that have been doing this a while um what was your first deity encounter because you technically practice um a non-secular witchcraft meaning you also honor a higher being and involve said higher being in your craft. Yes. Yes, I do. I like to call my, what's that one? Um, eclectic. Is yeah. that how you pronounce it? <laughs> yes, eclectic. eclectic. It sounds like I'm clicking to a horse or something, like eclectic. <laughs> like, <laughs> I hate it, but that's what I am. So I, I chose, I have three deities that I honor currently. Um, my first one that she came to me. She chose me. <laughs> it was definitely an out-of-this-world experience. It was, oh, it was so amazing. Um, so I was in a situation where I was scared. Um, I was staying with a friend that turned bad, um, and I was just, you know, I was scared. I was nervous. I was, I felt trapped. I couldn't go anywhere. I was how many hours away from, like, four hours away from home, so I didn't have any friends around here except for that person that I was scared of. So I was sleeping there and I couldn't fall asleep because I was too afraid. Um, and I remember my mom telling me about, so I was sleeping at home for a couple weeks and I remember my mom pointing to her altar and I'm, I was like, that, that person looks scary. Like, ooh. And she was like, oh, that's Hecate. Um, and then she started telling me about about Hakate like that, you know? And I was like, oh, okay. Kind of just brushed my mind. Um, and as I was afraid, I remember laying there and it was probably two, two o'clock in the morning. And I got extremely scared. So I, in my head, I was screaming, Hecate, Hecate. And I said it three times, kind of like Beetlejuice, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. <laughs> I said it in my head like three times, but I like screamed it and it was a cry for help. It was, um, 
it was a long shot because in my head I knew that I'm like, well, I'm not Christian, so I can't be like Jesus. And <laughs> I'm like, well, this is worth a shot. Um, so I called on Hikate. And in my head, it was, I had my eyes closed, but it felt like my eyes were open and I could see everything. I could see in front of me, but my eyes were closed. And all of a sudden, as I call her name, this beautiful, elegant woman with long black hair stands behind me and she whips out her, she raises her arms like she's going to hug me. Her arms turn into raven wings and she hugs me like she just puts her wings around me and they start to flap like open clothes open clothes around me and it's creating this protection force field or something like I felt the energy I felt protected and I felt okay enough to sleep to fall asleep and that was the most out of this world experience I have ever had and that was definitely the thing that that was the experience that sold me on <laughs> that I was like I'm yep I'm dedicating I'm like I as soon as that happened I moved into my new house I made an altar for Hecate as soon as I went moved in there I <laughs> immediately did uh, it was it was insane <laughs> it was I love that you had that kind of experience and were able to put to words what what it felt like for you because um, I feel like everybody experiences deity different and you being able to experience it that fully, I think it is so freaking cool. It, it definitely was. Um, she, that's why I say she picked me almost. I, I, you called her. I called her and she, it's just the fact that it blows my mind is that I called her and she came. Exactly. She, she was there for me and I remember that when I was dabbling in Christianity kind of coming back to those other questions when I was dabbling in Christianity there were a lot of times where you know like I was a depressed teenager like I was sad I was alone in a sense and I remember praying to God I remember praying and just crying my eyes out saying God can you help me I am sad I want to you know, I wanted to die. Like, I'm sad. It was a terrible point in my life. And never did I see God come down and, you know, talk to me or even protect me like that. I, I never had. And I called on him many times. Right. The only thing I got was a sense of <clears throat> someone being there for me. Mm-hmm. I got a sense of someone. But that was it. So definitely having her her come and answer was crazy. Okay, so while we're on deep subjects, <laughs> let's talk about, we kind of alluded to something earlier that happened, and I want to talk about it just briefly. What was it that you feel triggered your spiritual awakening? Um, so I definitely know what triggered my spiritual awakening. Um, it's not the best, it's not the easiest to talk about and it's not the happiest it definitely is not the happiest it has a happy ending i promise (laughs) um so it was i was in a situation um and it only happened what we i was in a relationship um we started dating in january um so we started dating in january it was happening all nice um we were living together 
Um, not going to go into depth about how that happened, but we were living together. We have a dog together. Um, my cat was there. We were all happy-go-lucky, whatever. Um, he started showing signs of aggression and anger problems. Um, he knew about my past and that I was not okay with that type of thing. Um, you know, you got to control your anger issues. You know, sometimes if you have too much on your mind, just take a breather. Just go relax. Um, I was trying to tell him that. He didn't listen. Things were escalating over the next couple of months. Um, he made sure I didn't have money, friends. I had limited contact with my family. Um, definitely just isolating me. Didn't let me go out, so it was like I was in a prison. Um, it was terrible. And then I tried leaving one day because I was sick of it. Um, I was just tired. I got enough. I, I got enough out of me that I was ready to leave. And he was not about to have that. Uh, he didn't let me leave. He got physical, and that's all I'll really say about it. Um, he got he got too physical. Um, my my wrist right now is in a brace because of it. Um, and mentally, it messed me up. However, this is what caused my spiritual enlightenment. This is it's almost as spirit just took my hand and was like, "We have you." it's okay now. Like, I'm more confident in myself and what I believe in than I have ever been. I feel like myself. I'm happy. (laughs) So sometimes it will take a terrible, awful thing to happen. Um, It sometimes doesn't. Like, this is just what happened to me. Mm -hmm. So it's different with everybody. But if you are having a hard time with life or a relationship or just anything about yourself, just know that it, it, it does get better. I mean, it sounds stupid. And you know how many times I wanted to slap someone that said that <laughs> to me. They're like, oh, honey, it does get better. You know, I just wanted to throw punch you. I'm like, no, like it's not getting better. What do you mean? No, it does. It does get better. Um, I cannot preach that enough. And that's what, that's what triggered it was a bad thing happened and, you know, spirit just held my hand and was like, let me show you how to love yourself. (laughs) And I will say watching, like, we weren't aware of this. I had suspicions, but it took the thing to happen for her to call us and say, come get her. So we did. We come and got you. We brought her home, um, let her do her thing and I honestly haven't seen her this happy probably since she was like a little kid Mm -hmm. really um she's open in her craft which is really brave around here I mean I pretty people probably assume that you believe the same shit I do oh yeah I dress like a mini a mini right (laughs) yeah we're very similar anyway so um but she is she's being very open about her beliefs and you know, what she's doing with her life. And I think that's very brave. And um, I know everybody's going to be like, what happened to the dude? Well, oh yeah, <laughs> we may have done a little bit of a speed up karma type uh-huh. spells. And he was arrested uh-huh. um, and charged with false some, imprisonment. Yeah. And yeah. I think assault, false imprisonment and something else. I can't. Abuse. Yeah. So he did get 
we what he deserved. Yeah, he got what he deserved. Um, this mama bear wanted to <laughs> do a lot more to him, but mama bear can't go to jail. Yeah, Brad says they look really bad in orange. Yeah. So whatever. Orange. I think I'd thrive, but whatever. No. <laughs> no. I don't think no. <laughs> That's not. But That's anyway, not. it all, I mean, it, it was a shitty situation. And as a mother, like, it broke my heart and then, like, infuriated me all in the same, like, time. Mm-hmm. It was, like, the weirdest ball of emotions I've probably felt in a while. Um, and Brad was the same. Um, he's very closed with his emotions. So he like had this like silent boil going on that was kind of scary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he was really mad. Um, but Maddie is now, you know, chilling. She has her own space. She has, she's. Oh, I took the dog. <laughs> oh yeah. And, oh yeah. And happy ending. She took the dog because. And he, the cat. And the cat because he can't be trusted with any kind of animals because he was also treating them pretty badly as well so long story short um maddie had her first spiritual awakening <laughs> i guess right yeah it was okay so i would like to address new witches like and how you learn about stuff like how does a witch now learn how to be a witch and how to and like what what are the the sites the resources that you've been using to study and apps on your phone i know that get question gets asked a lot to me like what apps can i use to help you know me and my craft and i don't mm-hmm. use i use lunar apps but that's mm-hmm. but not not a lot of them so let's let's let maddie talk about that okay let's let me talk more cuz i don't talk enough apparently <laughs> <laughs> yes i do i ramble anyways so um, the resources that I've been using, first off, when I first started, you know, I'm a teenager, I'm addicted to my phone, it's attached to me. Um, I looked it up on Pinterest, because Pinterest has all. Yes. <laughs> I love Pinterest. It has uh, so many different sites that you can go to, like links and all of that. It just shows you a great platform to start at. So if you just even look up, I was looking up the simplest of things. I was looking up, um, I was looking up, oh, what was I learning about the other day? Um, the elements. Oh, yeah. I looked up the elements. Um, I was looking up chakras. And even if you just type in one search word, it will bring up so many things. A plethora of things, as you will. So, Pinterest is somewhere to go. Um, I definitely recommend that. Um, my mom has given me a bunch of books, which <laughs> I love books. So, <laughs> it's great. Um, the one that I was reading and I mentioned earlier, um, How to Write a Broomstick, um, the other one that I love is, um, what is it? Green Witch? Oh, yeah. I think I gave you Green... Green Witch? The Green... Is it Green Witchery? Green Witchery. Ellen Dugan? I think it is. Okay. Yeah. Is yeah. it a green book? Yeah, with I think like, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that one because... Anything by Ellen Dugan is amazing. I, I love that book. It gives so many things for me to do mm-hmm. um, because I really like, like, I love nature, man. <laughs> <laughs> so it gives me a lot to, like, do with that. Um, another thing, when I first started out, so after I went online and then I got sick of looking things up because there's a, there's a point where you start, you start to get annoyed by looking everything up. <laughs> so I got to that point and then I decided that... I was just going to embrace nature. Like, as a new witch, 
I hear everyone just saying, nature, nature, plants. I like my plants. Like, my mom is obsessed with her plants. <laughs> it's a little unhealthy, but, what? you know, plants. So, I went outside, and I just looked up at the sky, and I saw the above of the trees, and I just breathed in super deep and just let everything out into the air and just brought nature in. I was barefoot, of course, because I don't wear shoes anywhere. Um, so I was barefoot in the grass, feeling the dirt, breathing in that air. I could smell the honeysuckles that grow behind my house. It was amazing. Just being one with nature, you don't need any, you don't need any books. You don't need any online resources to a certain extent. Just breathe the air. <laughs> um, the last thing I will talk about for resources, um, let me go on my phone real quick. There is an app that is called Moonly. So M-O-O-N-L-Y, Moonly. Um, it shows you, so when I first open the app, it shows you the calendar. So it shows you what day it is. So, um, you know, today is Tuesday. Um, so it shows you what the moon is in. So the moon is in Cancer today. Um, today, Tuesday is Mars, so masculine energy. Um, you know, it tells you a bunch of those things. It has affirmations for yourself every day because you have to tell yourself that you are worthy every day. It becomes a lifestyle. Um, it has ruins for you to learn every day, which I find super fun because you can in you can incorporate that in your spells, you know? Like, yes. you use those. I use them on my spells. I have ruins on my windows. Um, everything, you know? They even have a section for, it's called wisdom, so you can look up a bunch of different topics from astrology to rituals to shamanism. Like, there's so many things in here, along with healing. So there's a healing section where you can listen to meditations, instruments, nature, animals. This app has it all. I mean, this isn't sponsored, but <laughs> yeah, no. Moonly has Shitload. a lot, and I <laughs> highly recommend getting that app. <laughs> um, I also, for my astrology people out there, because I am obsessed with astrology, I have another app called Sanctuary, and Sanctuary actually gives you daily horoscopes for your sun, moon, and rising sign. It also gives you a tarot card each day that it draws for you with the meaning. So if you, do, if you don't want to actually do it yourself, you can just do that. It's a quick alternative. Um, and you also can put in your, it shows you your entire chart. So it doesn't just show you your three <laughs> top signs. It'll show you everything you want to know. So I highly recommend getting that one as well. Um, but yeah, those are all my apps I have. That's awesome. That is awesome. Thank you for sharing that. So I also want to point out that she has lived with a witch most of her life. Mm -hmm. And she has never taken any of my classes. <laughs> she, she has never taken a class. She has never asked me really anything about witchcraft. She has tried to do this because we are both very um, independent mm -hmm. and indiv individualistic um, personalities and I think that that's probably on purpose so that she can develop her own practice. And I really, I really commend her for that because I, I have a lot of information that I could give her <laughs> and she doesn't ask for it. Not that I wouldn't give it to her if she wanted to, but, um, 
she has not come and said, teach me how to do this or that. It's just been kind of on her own or I think she probably watches some of the stuff I probably have done over the years. But listen to your podcast. Yeah, she listens <laughs> to the podcast now, so yay. Um, so that's some of the things that she's been doing. And I just want to point that out, that she has not learned from me specifically. Um, she just joined our coven, and I showed her all the classes that we have in the past that she has access to. And she was like, wait, what? She was like, what? I'm like, yes, it's what I do. I teach. <laughs> and I said, do they have exercises? And mom said, of, of course, course they do. <laughs> of course they do. I have exercises to do in those. So um, I do want to point that out because um, she's doing this on her own, not with my help. So I do want to add that the reason why I'm not taking my mother's help <laughs> um, is because I want to... I fully don't know what she believes in. I honestly... I, I don't push I, it. No, she doesn't push anything on me. I don't fully know what she believes in. I know she's a pagan witch. I know that that's what you identify as. Yes. Um, but that I don't know the rest of it. I know you also honor Hecate. Yes. But that's about it. That's all I know. But the reason why I do it by myself is because I want to create my own... I, I am my own person and I don't want anybody else influencing what I believe. I mean, right. I, you know, I love my mom. You know, <laughs> she's not going to pressure me into no. doing something. But no. I want to, I'm on my path right now and I know that I will be guided to whatever I need to know myself. So it's very important to me to be independent in this because I have been influenced by way too many people my whole life. So I want to do something for me. This is for me, influenced by me, learned by me. Right. So that is my biggest, biggest thing is, especially for any of you going through the same thing that I'm going through, not exactly the same, but for the people that are having a challenging time and just starting out, like the new witches, if you're just starting out, you know, like do this for yourself. Be that strong, independent man or woman that you are and do this for yourself. Or whoever in between. There are a lot of genders. Yes, there are a lot of genders. <laughs> for my non-binary, um, he, she, they, them, whatever you are, do it for yourself. It will be so gratifying. Absolutely. It's it's an amazing feeling because you did it for yourself and no one else. No one else. It's nice to get help. It is. Well, yeah. But f just do it yourself. It It's worth it. <laughs> it absolutely is. And I love that new witches now don't have to learn. I mean, I love that you guys have the internet to learn from and all these books. And it's a little more socially acceptable to be doing this path. Um you know, we didn't, I had to do it on my own because I didn't know any other witches, mm -hmm. you know, and I'm old. I predate the freaking internet. <laughs> so, I think it's cool as hell. You guys have, you know, more resources and people are more willing to share their knowledge because it is, it's a little more acceptable. And the more people that talk about it, mm -hmm. and I'm not meaning just paganism or witchcraft, but like anything that's not you know, the norm in your area, <laughs> yeah. it's going to help others start getting used to the fact that not everybody follows one path, is one color, mm -hmm. is binary, um, or whatever it is. I, I think that 
there are valid reasons for having to stay in the broom closet or the closet, whatever it is for you. That's totally valid. Um, and I, and I, I wish I could change things for you so you could come out of that closet. (laughs) Um, but for those of us that have that privilege that we can live openly as who we are and we're the weirdos in the community, I commend you as well because this is how other people learn that not everybody has to conform and they can get used to the fact that witches aren't going to eat your children or not going to. I might. I don't like children. Right. I might. <laughs> if you come in my yard one more damn time. The, yeah. Anyway. Yep. So I think it's great that Maddie is living out of the closet because in both definitions, in both definitions <laughs> and I recognize our privilege of being able to do so because we don't live in a community that is highly volatile we're like midwestern people like people in the midwest are passive aggressive oh sons God. of bitches so they're more yeah they're more <laughs> likely to like shun you or not oh, yes. want to go near you or just talk shit behind your back so we don't live in an area where we feel physically threatened if we are different. Oh. And I realize not everybody gets that privilege. And um, I wish that we could change the world. Me too. Right? Gosh, dang. But doing stuff like this, being who you are, being out in the open, um, if you have the privilege to do that, do it, man. That's how we're going to change the perspective around being weird. Exactly. And adding on to that um, about how it's, it's okay to be you. Yeah. Whoever you are, that is okay. <laughs> I it, it makes me sad that people can't be who they actually truly want to be. Right. It makes me sad. Like we America has turned into I don't even How know. do I say this? A shit show. It is. It is. <laughs> it's a shit show. And I wish that everyone could just I see people as souls. I I see people as people. Yeah. I don't see any difference between us and i wish that people could feel as free as i do like feel as free as i do right now like i i am i feel bad for the other people that cannot because of their circumstances and it makes me so sad but when you can be yourself and when you can do the things that you want to do and just be free i I'm rooting for you. Absolutely. <laughs> I am so rooting for you because this is what we should be. We are a group of people that came here and we're just being us. No matter what you are, what religion, what gender, what sexuality, you are you. And I'm I encourage you to be that person. Anyways, that is my that that's my <laughs> TED talk. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, aside from like changing the world in one podcast episode, um, what are your goals, like short-term goals for like your magical practice? Short-term goals. Mm. Like say, what do you want to accomplish or learn within the next like 30 days? Hmm, 30 days. I, huh, 30 days. I'm thinking because I have not, I I haven't put my goals down, which is not a good thing. Um, 30 days. Yes. I know, I keep repeating it. I'm just trying to think. So, like, with your deity honoring. Okay. Like, how how do you think your relationship with your deity will look? Like, just, we'll say Hecate for a minute. Okay. How do you think from now till then, what would you like to change or grow about your relationship with her? 
Um, I would definitely my altar. I want to up my altar. Um, I feel like she de- she deserves a lot of respect. <laughs> so I want her place in my home to be very her. Um, I want to do more spells with her. I want to get in touch with her. I want to learn more about her. I've been studying a lot. Um, just everything I can yeah. possibly obtain in my little head. <laughs> I've been trying. <laughs> um, I definitely want to work with her more. Um, definitely with a lot of protection. There's things I want to do to my house that and I want her. She's she's my head honcho. Like she, well, yeah. <laughs> she runs the show. So I definitely want to do a lot more spells with her and have her incorporated into my home more. Right. Um, with my deity, as um, I've worked with, so I have my three deities. I've worked with two of them. I, I have yet to work with Aphrodite. Um, I have a big, I have a big spell for that coming up. I'm researching more and doing a little bit more on my part before I do this spell. Um, but I'm very excited to work with her. very excited when i was doing my deity um searching i guess i chose the ones that were basically saying pick me pick me (laughs) (laughs) that connected with me more so cool so what what else do you do like i know not everyone does meditation not everybody works with spirit guides like and i want to i just want to know like what are your what else do you do um, because I honestly, guys, I don't pry if she wants to share. Normally I just let her share. Um, but I came across somebody the other day that it was like, I don't work with spirit guides. Can I really be a witch if I don't work with them? I'm like, absolutely. That's your choice. You yeah. can either work with them, believe them or not. It's whatever you want. So I kind of want to just get an example of what like she's doing. Mm-hmm. So that's actually a, another goal of mine. I want to meet and know my spirit guides um so that's something that i want to happen in the next 30 days i want to get associated with or acquainted with my spirit guides um i don't right now i don't really acknowledge them sorry spirit guides um (laughs) i will be honest about that i don't really acknowledge them um i do acknowledge my intuition and yes that is your spirit guides like sometimes i will hear little things you know i sound like i should be in a mental institution because i hear things um (laughs) So, what I do is a lot of, um, like, kitchen witch, I guess. Uh, More green witch stuff. So, I, like, just the other day, um, when I did my spell with um, Bastet, that is one of the ones, you know, I work with. um, And I went and picked honeysuckles from behind my house as an offering to her. So, you know, I I pick honeysuckles, and I like to go pick flowers. Um, We go foraging. No, pillaging. we go pillaging. pillaging. We go pillaging now. That's right. We go pillaging. And that was fun. Yes, <laughs> so, was. so, yes, I, I go pillaging. I work with a lot of essential oils. Um, I'm, I love essential oils. It's an addiction. I need to stop. <laughs> um, I also need to stop with my crystals, <laughs> but I'm not going to. Um, crystals, I have a lot of crystal work. Um just the simple thing of holding a crystal and having intentions for it like if i had a headache and i hold something right. i hold a crystal and i have an intention for it and i set it on my head oh yeah i do that a lot um it's just random things you know like i just do you, you meditate i in a form okay okay so <laughs> i can't wait to hear this because the look on her face is like oh shit <laughs> 
Do I even want to know? Oh, God. Can we talk about pot? Oh, yeah. I talk, okay. We call it schmied. Okay, so. Schmied. I partake in the schmied. Um, my meditations happen every day around 7 o'clock. P.M.? <laughs> Yes. Okay. P- uh, well, a.m. and p.m. Sometimes, yeah. You, you gotta wake and bake, and then you gotta go to bed and schmeed, you know? All right. So every morning, I guess, I do this. I wake up. I have to feed my little week-old kitten that I have. Um, after I do that, I sit on my front porch. So, and it's not really a porch. It's concrete steps. But it's I a porch. S- I sit on my concrete steps. I have my schmeed in my hand, and... I don't meditate like other people, I guess. I don't know. Um, it's just what I do. I don't really call it meditating, but I guess I do in a way. Um, I partake in the shmeed. I breathe in and out. I control my breathing patterns. Um, there's a thing. <laughs> okay, th- so so don't make fun of me for being a teenager, but there's a thing on TikTok and it's breathing exercises. Yes. So you hold in your breath, you know, you, you breathe in for a couple seconds, you hold it for a couple more seconds and you let out and that's what i do so i partake in the schmied i have my breathing exercises and i have my morning coffee sitting right next to me so i have all that happening and as i'm in the moment you know it's like seven o'clock in the morning nothing's going on because i live on a ranch so i hear the birds chirping i breathe in that beautiful crisp morning air and i just take five minutes to myself <laughs> it's a five minutes is all it takes just to freaking ground yourself and be prepared for the day because you never know what's about to happen so i do that every morning and every night at nighttime it's a little more different because i sit i mean i still sit in the same place and i just relax i just breathe and just think about what i did today and just relax that's all i do i think that's awesome and i love the example of not having to do traditional meditation to count as meditation it's a it's a mindfulness practice um for some people that's walking you know taking a walk by themselves or doing yoga or coloring in a coloring book i love doing that so i guess the reason i wanted her to 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 talk about that was because some people are pushing the idea that in order to be spiritual you have to do traditional uh, meditation and that is not no you don't have to um spiritualism is about being who you are exactly doing what you think you know is best for you what resonates just follow your path and go from there who cares about labels exactly you (laughs) and i'm and that's i get a lot of questions a lot of dms and emails about that kind of stuff like I don't meditate. Am I going to be able to do spells? Hell yes, you're going to be able to do spells. Um, how someone, how I do it is not how you have to do it. And um, I that, I wanted to make sure I, I pointed that out because I am getting a lot of, I don't meditate or I don't talk to my spirit guides or I don't cast a circle before spells. Is that, am I going to like something bad going to happen to me? No. That's just how you do it. And um, just because I give it as an example of how I do it does not mean you have to follow that. And it doesn't make you less valid as a witch. So that was my PSA. Another thing, uh, you mentioned casting circles. Um, Yeah. I actually, I didn't talk to you about this. Okay. Um, I didn't know how to cast a circle. I have a class on that. (laughs) I didn't know how to cast a circle. Um, and instead of researching like I should have and, you know, asking my mom because, you know, the logic, I I decided to do what I felt 
like I needed to do. So I decided to just do what my version of casting a circle would be. Um, and this method has been working for me. I just like to go with the flow and whatever works for me, boom, it's, that's, that's a new way. That's Maddie tradition. I'm going to start calling my religion, um, this is Madison tradition. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. But, um, I cast a circle by, I meditate, of course. So I'm grounding myself as I'm about to start a spell. So I ground myself. I picture those roots coming out of my feet and grabbing onto the roots in the earth. Um, I ground myself. But then what I do is, so my favorite thing behind my house, um, I have a hard time focusing on things. Um, My brain kind of goes off into a lot of directions (laughs) after like five seconds. So I have to just ground myself, and my favorite thing that is behind my house is my honeysuckles. Um, So the thing that I can think of quickest is, boom, honeysuckles right behind my house, and I already feel connected to them at the moment. So I, in my little brain, I think of my honeysuckles, and I imagine the honeysuckles coming out of the ground and growing and be blooming right then and there, forming a circle around me. Um, And I I picture it opening, and blooming and just closing in on me. So it's a a full, beautiful, bloomed circle of honeysuckles. And then I start my spell. And then after I'm done doing all of that, I, I picture that again, I picture all of my honeysuckles around me, and then I, I picture them unblooming. I don't know if that's a word, but <laughs> unblooming and right. like kind of going in reverse. Yeah. Back into the earth and their roots going back into the earth and that circle closing. I love that. That's So, beautiful. yeah, you don't have to l- research everything and go by certain exactly. traditional ways. You can do you do you, boo. That's all I have to say. <laughs> Okay. Okay. I think we've probably like chatted and rambled long enough. People are probably like, "What the fuck, guys?" Um, I talk a lot. (laughs) Yeah, I talk a lot, and she talks a lot. We're both together. Yeah, it's a little intense. Yeah, we're both Gemini's, literally born on the same um, day of the month. Oh, we can come out. We're twin flames. Yeah. Oh, totally. She, she, and I are both born on June fourth. Yes. So we're both. Except I'm 2002. Yeah, she's just, you know, version 2.0. Yes. <laughs> but her own version of 2.0. Exactly. Right? Exactly. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you for being um, so open and sharing with everybody. I love that you're willing to share the hard stuff, too, so that everybody can know that they're not alone. Um, yeah. If anybody has any questions, um, you can DM me. You can DM her. Oh, yeah, DM me. Yeah, she's in now in the coven. So if you're in the coven, she's in there, too. So if you have any questions, you can just tag her. I will make sure that I have the links to the resources that she was talking about in our show notes, as well as in the Witchy Woman Friends group and the coven. I'm just going to have her posted in the coven because... That leaves me um, not having to do one step to do stuff. Yeah. So, so um, I hope you guys enjoyed our chat. And until next time, stay witchy. Bye-bye. Bye.